Hello and welcome to In Relation 2, a show that seeks to give you insight into news developments by promoting global discourse in a changing world. Our goal with this podcast is not merely to scratch the surface of what is happening globally, but rather it is to dive deep and gain a better understanding of it. This podcast is brought to you by Boston University. I am Maria, one of your hosts. And I'm Margarita. I'll be a guest host today for the first time, but I've been part of the lovely In Relation to family for a while now. Today, we are going to be talking about a very timely topic, the British monarchy. And specifically, we're going to be talking about the role of the British monarchy abroad, and more specifically in the Commonwealth realms. This is a good one, so you're definitely going to want to stick around. Enjoy the episode. So, in the beginning of September, the British monarchy very suddenly became the center of worldwide discussion. Specifically, the death of Queen Elizabeth II caused shock not only to Britain, but also internationally. Even Apple, the iPhone company, changed the background of its homepage to a black and white image of the young monarch wearing a diamond crown. Indeed, Queen Elizabeth was extremely loved by some. Her reign, after all, dates back to the Second World War, which is a key reason why she's so respected among people. Moreover, her dynamic and humorous character also rendered her lovable to many people and had even prompted the British people to refer to her as UK's grandmother. While millions are currently grieving what they see as the passing of a remarkable queen, others do not attribute to her death as much importance. A notable example of this indifference came from the Economic Freedom Fighters. This is a prominent South African political party that uploaded a statement on Twitter declaring that they would not mourn the queen because in their words, her death is a reminder of a very tragic period in this country and Africa's history. India was similarly indifferent to the event. A CNN reporter in the country described that there was some mourning, some anti-colonial anger, but mostly indifference. Clearly, there are still many grievances regarding British colonization around the globe that have not yet been addressed, and Queen Elizabeth's passing seems to have reopened those wounds. Given all these grievances against the British monarchy, it may not be surprising to note that many members of the Commonwealth are already setting plans in motion to remove their association with the British crown. For example, Jamaica's prime minister has already announced that the country intends to leave the monarchy and the leaders of Belize and Antigua and Barbuda have signaled similar intentions. And allow me to suggest that this phenomenon raises a significant question. Will the realms be better off without the monarchy? And if so, then why are they still holding on to it even in 2022? Well, let us consider the disadvantages and advantages of belonging to the Commonwealth realm. One first disadvantage would definitely be that these realms are currently unguarded from a potential U-turn of the UK's attitude towards them. What I mean by that is that constitutionally, the monarch still has powers in these realms, albeit significantly small and redundant nowadays in a post-colonization world. And the past has shown in numerous ways how countries may very suddenly take advantage of their even their smallest power. The King and Queen of England still appoints governors slash generals to these countries to carry out the duties of the figurehead. And albeit a small power, and arguably redundant compared to its past powers, it is not hard to see how former colonies may be politically distrustful towards the UK and thus want to exit the realms. As backwards and impossible as this argument may seem to some for the year 2022, we have seen that the world can be quite backward at times and thus it is definitely something in the mind of politicians. Another significant disadvantage of its existence is that for many, 
the retention of the British monarchy signifies a holdback of their complete and utter independence from the British. And this disadvantage is also the main which many Commonwealth realms speak about when they declare their wish to set themselves free from the British monarchy. It was just after the passing of the Queen that Belize, the Caribbean country in Central America, stated, perhaps it is time for Belize to take the next step in truly owning our independence. Moving on, another disadvantage of this power of the king to appoint the governor-general in this country is that succession within a monarchy doesn't guarantee competency, since monarchs are not chosen on the basis of merit or their qualifications, and the governor official is chosen by the king or queen, that could be quite a bad thing for the countries in the realms if the queen or king is not trusted. On a smaller note, the existence of a local tax policies in all of these countries that are imposed due to the existence of the monarchy do not help the situation. That said, there are also some arguments in favor of the role of the British monarchy. The most prominent argue supporting the monarchy is that the queen is seen as a symbol of national unity separate from the political scene, especially when taken into account that Elizabeth's reign spanned two centuries and dates back to World War II. What this means is that most of the people that make up the Commonwealth have spent their entire lives looking up to her as a unifying monarch throughout war, peace, and everything in between. Unfortunately, the charm and sense of unity radiated by Queen Elizabeth seems to be lost in our new king, Charles III. A second argument follows that the monarchy does no harm by simply existing in the realms. Its role is almost purely symbolic, and they have no actual authority, as Maria was mentioning. Of course, the symbolism that the monarchy carries is a negative one for many. Overall, many people still hold on to the idea of the queen as a physical entity to take out grievances towards past British actions. For example, Jamaica directly petitioned the British crown for reparations and acknowledgement. Unfortunately, the only action King Charles took was to acknowledge his personal sorrow at, at the atrocities. He has not issued a formal apology or addressed the issue of reparations. This is another reason to let the monarchy go. Well, nevertheless, of whether a republic is actually better for these commonwealths, it makes little difference. The facts are that following the death of Elizabeth II and the accession of Charles III, the governments of Jamaica, the Bahamas, and Antigua and Barbuda announced their intentions to hold referendums on the issue of the monarchy. While some realms have shown sensitivity in their statements regarding the passing of the UK Queen, namely Australia and Canada, there are many that may see it as an opportunity to set themselves free from a monarchy that they see as quite distinct from their identity. A recent front page of The Gleaner, a Jamaican newspaper, carried the story headlined Queen's Death, End of an Era, with a subheadline adding Scholar believes the Queen's passing will make Jamaica's break with the monarchy easier. It seems very likely that the Commonwealth realms will soon cease to exist. As a professor at UCL, the University College of London, noted, What are we doing with the British distant white monarch as our head of state?